Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus Podcast, part two. Live from my room, it's Friday night. That is a tribute to my friend who loved Don Pardo, the uh, voice, uh, the announcer of Saturday Night Live. Mm, I'm doing this because of my friend. I'm going to give him a shout out. Uh, There won't be any more ums. See, that's the thing. I just caught myself. I will think about that when I'm driving. And I'll think, God, my speech professor is so disappointed in me because I'm doing those ums. And she taught me public speaking. You can't do that. Think Think of Bill Clinton. So as I was saying, I want to give a shout out to my friend. I'm not going to give her a clunk. I almost did. He has a new heart. Been waiting a long time. His life was uprooted. Uh, So I want to give him respect. Because I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for him, to be honest with you. Because I don't really think I'm funny at all. I'm surrounded by a lot of funny people. But whenever I would talk to him, something I would say would make him laugh. And that always made me feel good knowing, okay... If he's in a bad mood or he's down or if he's just feeling frisky, he calls me and I make him laugh. I just say whatever. I hold court as what they say. I remember I would sit in college and people would be surrounding me and laughing because I would just be talking about things off the wall. You know, and so I want to give I want to give respect to him and his husband and and how much I, I love them. And, you know, this is a new a new chapter for both of them. He used to tell me that the doctor would say to him when he makes it to 40, he's home free. And he and I are about two years, three years apart because you're my brother's age. So, you know, just continue. That's all I can say. Put on some Spotify because you know I'm on Spotify now. And (laughs) I was thinking about some crazy ass times. Oh, my goodness. We would talk a lot. Always loved it when I would do the Truman Capodian impression and then he would do like an Andy Warhol, you know. David Bowie couldn't even do it. I love David Bowie. Don't get me wrong. But whenever I would watch... Uh, oops, I said it again. It's like I gotta get a swear jar for the ums. But each time I would watch... Bas- How do you say it? Basquet? Basquet? Jean-Michel Basquet. Basquet, the movie. Directed by Julian Schnabel. Schnabel or whatever. And Jeffrey Wright plays Jean-Michel Basquet. Okay? That's like saying La Miserable three times. Some people, oh, that's Les Miserables. No, it's Les Miserables. Okay? I I am cultured. I, I think, I love what people would say, you know... I'm going to take you somewhere and I'm going to culture you. That's so fucking offensive to me. Or when they think that if I listen to like this pop star, Celine Dion, that I will be cultured. First of all, listening to her does not make you culture. Listening to all forms of dialect, music, film, not watching the same fucking thing over and over and over makes me culture because I'm always seeking out new things and yeah I'm gonna cuss on here again because you know I've gotten criticism about what I do 
I talked to some people and they said, you know what? Keep doing it. Just go underground. So I won't be posting this on the failing social network. You saw the movie. I'm get, I have other avenues that I can post this on. Thank God. Thank Buddha. You know, or as Tina Turner would say, no rain, rain, no yon, no rain, rain, no. I can't do it as good as Tina, you know, but hey, you know, when the heartache is over. Yeah. Rolling, rolling on the podcast river. Left a good job in the city. I didn't leave it yet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I love the opportunity to do this. This is part two. Because earlier I did one. I did one where I was playing God. Okay? I wasn't a doctor. Here's the here's the thing behind my name. Okay? My real name, if you don't know it already, figure it out. My nickname is Dr. Zeus. Zeus. What are most young Hispanic men named? Big, big name. Big, lot to live up to, people. I had a professor who was British say to me, Your name is a lot to live up to. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you don't know the half of it, motherfucker. Um, I don't know where he is now. Who knows? But it's a name. And I remember reading Dr. Zeus when I was little. Seuss, sorry. And the kids in my family call me Seuss. And I prefer that. You know, it is what it is. The doctor is because I, you know, I have friends who would always call me a doctor because I would talk about things. They're like, oh my God, you talk about it like you're a doctor. Like you're compartmentalizing everything. Yeah. Oh God. And so it kind of stuck. Because I thought I wanted to be a shrink at one point, but I didn't. My college years were funny. And I was thinking the other day about, I, I love the band Tool. I've done a podcast on, on here about Tool. And I remember we were in college and we're sitting in the car, courtyard and my friend and I are discussing these Tool songs. And if you know Tool, their song, Stink Fist, Prison Sex, 46 and 2, okay, Rosetta Stoned, yeah. We're sitting in the courtyard, and my friend very loudly says, Oh my god, I love prison sex. The song. Uh, someone very important heard her say that, and we're like, Oh my god. Do you think he heard us? Well, that gives him a whole new idea about what we're about now. This group that we're all sitting with, conversing with, that person of importance is like, Oh my god, they're like prison sex. We like the song Prison Sex. I saw American History X. Toss, t- Trust me. That Prison Sex did not look fun. And I'm sure Edward Norton had to not just physically prepare. If you saw American History X, you know what I'm talking about. But mentally prepare. I haven't had anything to drink. I've thought about having something to drink. I'm not really a drinking person. Because I am a cerebral person. So that's going to affect my meter. We all have a meter inside us. That's going to affect my lane. And then if I decide to go out for a drive. Oh, I had something to drink. I can't do that. That's how I roll. Okay. The last 
time I had a really good drink, to be honest with you. And it wasn't so much on vacation. I went to a friend's party. They gave me a lot of alcohol and I was not particularly feeling well. And it didn't really give me that I have no inhibitions feeling that people think that alcohol gives to them because I really don't have any inhibitions if you know me, okay? There's a difference between those who know me and those who don't know me. If you don't know me, you're gonna think I'm really shy and that I'm soft-spoken versus those who know me. I am far from shy, far from soft-spoken. And I remember years ago, it doesn't seem that long ago, I worked in retail. Yeah. It was an experience. And I remember they assumed that I was soft-spoken and shy. No, because at that moment and time, I had left something that I had been with for 10 years, 10 fucking years. And I had to start over. It was an adjustment. And I felt like I had been emasculated, to be honest with you. Every day there was like the ninth realm of hell, Dante's Inferno. You would go into the bowels of where this place was I'm not going to say where it was. And I only worked there for a season. Not even a season. So when they laid me off, I did a James Brown jig. I was so happy. Everyone else was like, Oh my God, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, why don't you file for unemployment? You can do that. A lot of them were younger than me. And I love how one of them, he was this cocky little motherfucker. Hairy ass back of the neck too. Oh. I one time told him he should go get it waxed and he got offended. And I was like, dude, just go get it waxed. Oh, you don't know what it's like. And he's only 18. Dude, I'm half Portuguese. They're really fucking hairy. Come on. Thankfully, I'm not, you know. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I shaved my legs once just for fun, okay? It was like something out of a country song. I'm a man and I shave my legs. And they hurt like shit, but I got $20. <sighs> There's, I think, a song. I knew someone in high school who liked Danae Carter. Did I shave my... Why did I shave my legs for this? <laughs> I thought, that's a title right there. But this person was very cocky and said to me one time, he told these people that we were ringing up that I was having a midlife crisis. And I said, dude, don't be telling people that. And that's where my true self would come out and I wouldn't be shy. I would get real pissed off. And, I, and he says to me, you, you envy me. You want to be 18. I said, nope. Been there, done that. I said, dude, I was 18 in the 90s. Right before the 90s went to Y2K. So I remember. And it's, and it's a process. I don't want to, oh my God, let me go back to high school. I didn't really particularly enjoy Never Been Kiss because I didn't... Why would you want to go back? You've already gone forward. What's the point of going back? Go forward. Historically, I believe in history. Uh, I was talking to someone months ago and they said, Oh, I don't need history. And I said, Actually, you do. Because in order to move forward, you need to learn from the past. Those who are do are fail to learn history are doomed to repeat it. And I'm not going to get all condescending like Cosby. 
Oh, God, Cosby was. Here's the thing. Cosby could be funny, but he could be a condescending son of a bitch. And Richard Pryor, thank God, was like, fuck Bill. You tell Bill to get some coke and shut the fuck up. That's what Eddie Murphy told him. Huh. See, it's just like on a roll. It makes me think of that Kendrick Lamar performance. I think it's called Untitled Number 8. <laughs> Where he's on Jimmy Kimmel. Or Fallon. Fallon, sorry. These so many Jimmys on TV. And he it's almost like a free it probably was a freestyle. It was so amazing. I'm not gonna say it was perfect because it's not supposed to be perfect. Beyonce. Beyonce. Drink. Drink. I was listening to what does he do? Do um what's that song? See, I don't want to say um because then the Bill Clinton stance that they, you know, you got to speak like Bill Clinton. No ams, ups, ends. No ms, up, um, 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 um. Yeah. Ifs or ums. Kendrick Lamar, swimming pools. Drank. Yeah. It's been an interesting time. Next week I go back. Am I thrilled? No. You know, I've enjoyed controlling what I do. I've enjoyed doing this. And now I'm going to have to do this after I come home. But I'll still have the jolt inside me. We all have the jolt inside of us. I tried to get hold of Mr. Texas. Who knows? Piggly Wiggly, been there, done that. He told me he worked. He should just be part of the Piggly Wiggly. I don't know how many more of them exist, but we'll see. You know, I've been told to edit what I do. Oh, if they hear this, they're not. You know what? Not a lot of people hear this. Eventually, more people will. But by that time, I will be within this business. That has always been my goal. I want to educate you all. I want to make you laugh. I'm not trying to be Carlin. I love Carlin. I am myself, though. I don't really pull from anybody. You know what I mean? I just tell these stories... I do like Margaret Cho. See, I find a kinship in her because she can talk about music like I can and how it just makes you go fucking crazy. Oh my God. I remember I would sit in a car with my friend and like Slipknot songs would come on. She had been Pandora on. I was like, shoot, why don't you have your iTunes on? That's, see, that's the thing. Think back to way technology used to be. Oh my God, I love that CD. Now it's like, oh my God, I love that MP3. Yeah. She one time we were talking about phones and she says, I only have 16 gigs. What does it matter? And I said, you need to have at least more than that. And the phone that I had, I think I got a 64 gig. And now I have 256, the storage. What I love about that is I can go on a trip. I can go on several, take endless photos, videos, and I keep the quality within. I have my music. I have my movies. Never did I even dream growing up in the 90s that this was all going to be there. I, I think eventually it kind of caught up to all of us. And I like it. I like that I'm recording this right now on an iPad. Mini. The big one. Eventually I'll get one. I had a weird dream that I had a big iPad mini. I know. Get your heads out the gutter. 
oh my god, he's dreaming that he has a big you-know-what. I don't even have to go there. I am confident as a man. I'm very satisfied with what, with what God gave me in that aspect. So we're not going to go any far. I'm not going to do any dick jokes. I won't do that until I'm on stage. And then they're going to get really dirty. <laughs> oh, I've had some fun. I've had a lot of fun. But we're going to talk more about that tomorrow. And so, you know what time it is. Here's a cup of shut the fuck up. We're going to do it differently because I don't have the effects. Cup of shut the fuck up. Are you serious, Putin? Are you serious, Trump? Shut the fuck up. I'm tired of your shit. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the lies. You know, this whole thing. What can I tell you? What we're living in, it just makes me think of one particular song. And at this point, you either drown in it or, you know, you give in. Oh, shoot, I don't have that one. <laughs> but they famously said, tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Lies, tell me, tell me lies. Oh no, no, you can't disguise Trump. And then all these women are coming out. It is like one big free for all at Denny's. You don't even have to get the the you know discount. Even if you're a senior citizen, they'll give it to you for free now. We are living in crazy times, and it goes all the way back to history. History fucking repeats itself. I wasn't alive in 1968, but people that I know who were in my family and the research that I did, what the fuck is going on? And I talked about this earlier in the podcast. You all are fighting over stupid shit. Racism. I thought we left that behind. I thought we learned from the past, from the civil rights movement. What the fuck? The Me Too movement. I thought we, you know, it. I thought we had feminism. But now, you know, it pro- proves that there's a lot of fucking darkness. You gotta choose to be with the light. You gotta take the good path. I did the Kundalini. If you don't know what it is, Google it. I know about my chakras. I chose the light. The darkness is kind of like the id. Oh my god, I just want to go and like party right now. That's the id. The superego is like, now if we stay home and be good, fuck that. You know, it's like you have the one person on your shoulder and the other one. And if you do the research on it, it's pretty fucking interesting. So, I did not talk any shit. Huh. My naysayers, what do I have to say? Everyone has haters. My friend said that means you've made it, I guess. What I think it is is that people have nothing better to do and just want to check, what is he doing? Because in their eyes, it's not perfection. And so to those of you who don't think that I'm perfect, I like to compare me to my siblings, to my parents, seriously. 
you're toxic, okay? Or as Michael Jackson would say, you're looking at the person in the mirror, oh yeah. And you need to change your ways and stop worrying about what I'm doing because I'm just fine, y'all. This is the Dr. Zeus Podcast. Good night and unpleasant dreams. <laughs>